0: party people welcome once again to the party of one podcast an rpg podcast built for two i am your host as always jeff stormer this week i'm joined by jim mcclure host of talking tabletop and one of the minds behind third act publishing for a game of reflections a two-player role-playing game about two samurai locked in a duel to the death over the course of the game we explore how we came into battle and who comes out alive I'm super excited to share this episode with you party people, particularly because today marks the official launch date for the Reflections Kickstarter campaign. I'll talk more about that at the end of the show, but if you enjoy this episode, and I think you will, head over to the Kickstarter link in the show notes and help make this game a reality. You will not regret it. Now, before we dive in, I've got a few very exciting announcements to make of my own. A quick reminder for listeners in the New Jersey area to come out to New Jersey GamerCon this Saturday and Sunday, July 23rd and 24th. I'll be around all weekend doing commentary with gaming tournaments with friend of the show Noah Houlihan. There's going to be panels and shows, there's a free play arcade. It's going to be super cool. And on Sunday at 11am, I will be hosting the first ever Party of One live with my good friend Matt Aukamp. It is going to be awesome, and I hope you can make it. A link to the Facebook event with more information can be found in the show notes. Speaking of live shows, that won't be your only chance to catch Party of One live this summer, That's right, I am excited to announce Party of One will be part of the Philly Podcast Festival this summer. We'll be doing a live show on August 19th at 6pm at Amalgam Comics and Coffee in Philadelphia. It's going to be amazing, and you're not going to want to miss it. More info than that can also be found in the show notes. Oh, and one other little thing. I started another podcast last night. All My Fantasy Children is a show where my good friend Aaron Catano and I create RPG characters based on listener prompts. It's silly, it's funny, and you should go listen to it at soundcloud.com slash allmyfantasychildren. There's a link in the show notes. I'm super excited about it, and I want to hear what you think. So listen to it and let me know. And with all that out of the way, let's throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the show. Take it past me.
1: Thanks, future me. This week, my guest is Jim McClure. Jim, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Absolutely. I have been, like, so
2: excited to actually come on this podcast. I've been listening, I think I discovered you on episode two that released, and I was like, I want to play this so bad. I, I love one-on-one games, and uh, I'm, I'm super excited to be here.
1: I'm really excited to have you on the show. It's been a long time coming. Um, Yeah, so at the top of the show, I'm going to ask you what I ask all my guests, which is where my people know you from, and if they don't know you, where should they know you from? <laughs> oh,
2: I don't know that anyone needs to know me, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm Jim McClure. Uh, I am the the co-host, uh, as I joke, of Talking Tabletop, which is my podcast on the One Shot Podcast Network. Uh, together with that, I also run Third Act Publishing, a publishing company that is launching its first Kickstarter, and that Kickstarter is a game that I think we're going to play tonight. Right? That was that was the plan. That is, yes,
1: that is correct. We are going to play Reflections. Yes, it is a two player RPG of a samurai duel i am stoked to play it
2: i designed this game specifically for your show and that's the story we're going with tonight
1: i'm i'm gonna go with that because it (laughs) stokes my ego beautifully so thank you thank you for designing this game for my show out of out of an act of devotion it means a lot to me
2: (laughs) i i feel it is really limiting the audience but that's how much i care about it yes
1: (laughs) yeah so why don't you give sort of a big picture description of what Reflections is and then we'll dive into making characters and dive into the game itself.
2: Okay, here we go. So Re- Reflections, as you say, is a, a two-player RPG that's designed to play out in about an hour's time, give or take, depending on how much roleplay that we do. Uh, the, the concept is we are going to play two samurai that are going to duel to the death, and one or both of us is going to die. Oh, and I could not be more excited. So the game will actually start when we are coming to have this duel to the death, when we meet for the final conflict uh, we, we will do a little bit of a kind of kind of a mad lib thing to set the scene and learn a little bit about ourselves and then we're gonna flash back in time and we're going to play through a number of scenes that essentially of our, is our history that leads up to this duel occurring so we're going to get to to sort of live out the entire feud until we get back to the duel and then it will actually commence and we will have our, our final conclusion to it so that's the, the the sort of the narrative structure of the game and kind of mechanically I figured it's best we'll We'll kind of just explain a little bit as we go along, but just so everyone knows... Essentially, what we're doing is in each scene, uh, we're each gonna have an objective that we pick from a list of objectives that will be secret from the other person. Uh, if we succeed in that objective, we add dice, uh, to our dice pool. Uh, our goal is to build up the biggest dice pool possible to have the biggest chance of winning in the final duel. If we fail in a scene, though, we build up the opposite, which is hatred, which works a little bit different. So we'll, we'll get into how all, all of that stuff works, but that's the, the 10,000 foot view of the game, as it were.
1: Fantastic, awesome. So, um, yeah, I'm feeling ready to dive in. If you are,
2: uh, yeah, let's uh, let, let's start this thing. So, uh, all right, it, it, it starts with a wonderful scene as as me and you come to face each other for the final time. This is this is the the, the conclusion. It's here. Uh, do you want to be player one or
1: player two? Um, I'll be player one.
2: Player one. Okay, so what's going to happen is we're going to go through this little Mad Lib one sentence at a time, uh, and actually what you will see on your character sheet are sort of half a sentence. So as player Mm -hmm. one, you are going to say and fill out the first one, then I will do the second one, and we'll go back and forth till we're through the first scene. So start us off, sir.
1: It was a time of peace, but with the rumblings of war in the air.
2: We stand upon the graves of our ancestors.
1: I remember when you were... A man of quiet dignity once.
2: <laughs> this feud started when you refused to accept the teachings of Bushido.
1: My name is Katsuyori Suraba. I am a free man, and I cannot allow your actions to go unchallenged.
2: My name is Korihima, and I am a scholar, and I cannot allow your actions to go unchallenged. So with that, what happens is... We go back in time. We're gonna see what happened, how this, this duel, how we, we came to, to this very moment. So we go to the first scene, and that is the time we were friends. Now, when we play out each scene, what happens is we both sort of have GM powers. We have the ability to, to take actions. We have the ability to bring in NPCs. We have the ability to, to do what we want to the scene and setting. But we're going to play out an individual scene, you know, that occurred with the theme of our first scene being the time we were friends. However, one person, and we'll alternate each scene, will actually get to set up what the scene is all the way until the two of us come face-to-face to to interact. As you are player one, you will get up to set up what our first scene is, and then we'll interact. But before we get to that, you will look at your sheet, and you're going to keep this a secret, we'll reveal it at the end of the scene, but there's a list of objectives on your character sheet. You're going to select only one of those, and that is what you are trying to achieve during this scene.
1: Okay. I've, sl- I've made my choice,
2: as have I. So, so set the scene for the time we were friends.
1: I think we were students. I would say young adults, just or like just just entering into adulthood. We are indulging in a drink, and we are having a lively but friendly debate about. We'll say I don't know. What What do you think the, What do you think we're having a debate about?
2: I think we're having a debate about uh the, the the new changing times that we live in. Uh you you, you see Katsuyari, uh it, it's no longer the age of warriors. It's no longer the age of sword and steel. Yes, these these are still tenets and principles, but there's there's so much more to bushido. There's so much art, there's so much beauty. There's so much to learn about this world that we're in. I I don't see the world the same way you do.
1: Ah, uh, but I I think that the face of war is changing and that means that we must change with it. If you know, as war is getting bigger and bigger, we must we too must become more and more martial in our actions and more and more decisive lest we fail to keep up.
2: See Katsuyari and, and that's why we are we are so close and yet you you, you almost have it, but but not quite I agree with you so much. The times are changing. The, the, the way that we do war, the way that we handle things in this country are, are changing. But I don't think we have to go further to war. I think we go further to our, our scholarly endeavors. I think if more of us just sat down like me and you do and work our way to this bottom of this bottle of sake as opposed to going to the sword, then, then we would be living a better place.
1: But what I fear is that we are not, that, We are free to go to the bottom of the bottle, but those that would oppose us don't want to make the same choice. Therefore, should we not greet them on their own terms? Should we not be prepared to do what is necessary for our survival and the survival of our families and friends? (laughs)
2: <laughs> ah, that uh that, that that may be true. That may be true, but uh, perhaps if you were to, to to take an opponent and decide to fight them on your own battlefield as opposed to theirs, there might be a better thing. And and who more than me and you would know the battlefield of Saki better than anyone else in this country or another? I mean, it's uh, I, I think it's a talent me and you have mastered. I would I would encourage you at, at some point in the future, Katsuyari, you're you're going to be in a position of power. Identity. I see the I see the greatness in you. You should consider when you face a foe, uh, try and fight them on a different battlefield. Fight them to the bottom of a bottle of sake. I think that may, may do you well.
1: I will make you a deal. I will agree to this, and I want you to, as you expound your mind to never forget the humble pleasures of a bar and friend's and a bottomless bottle of sake.
2: (laughs) I can make that deal every day of the week, and I assure you, I will never forget these pleasures. Let us drink to a changing time, a strengthening empire, and the health of our emperor. Here, here. And with that, we've hit, I think, our natural conclusion to our first scene. So now, what happens is we score the uh, the, the scene, and uh, it is entirely your judgment whether you feel that you achieve your objective. So my objective was to get your rival to agree to do something for you in the future, which I feel I achieved. That you you agreed to to, to consider things that way, and I almost got the feeling maybe you had the same objective.
1: I had the exact same objective, and <laughs> I feel I got you to. Uh, remember the pleasures of that di- of that moment. So I think that we both accomplished our objectives.
2: We most certainly did. So we each get two dice for our dice pool. No hatred yet. As we move on to the next scene, and it's a scene that that I get to set. So this is the time you crossed the line, and you're going to look at the objectives and choose one. Okay. All yes. right. It's been five years. Since that time that Korohime and Katsuyari sat down in the bar together, things have indeed changed. the the uh, The kingdom has gone far more militaristic because they have they are in, in, in the face of an uprising from within. There are are samurai that have have come up. They feel that the 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 fallen health of the emperor has resulted in in weak rule in the kingdom, and they wish to be presented uh, the new rulers as as they are the ones that have the strong military might, uh, the great clans in the North have formed an alliance. And at this point, it's just been skirmishes that have broken out, but there is fear of full scale war that will happen. Um, and what happens is, uh, it, it is a, uh a meeting of Katsuyari, you as a representative of your family have been sent to go to a meeting with these clans from the north uh you, you, your family is is very much defenders of the, the the emperor and uh the 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 old ways as it were and you've been sent on this you know to hopefully relieve some sort of peace and find out what exactly they intend to achieve so you you enter this tent on the far side there is a a number of uh uh, a, a number of, of officials from the the great clans of the north, the alliance, generals, men of great stature, men that you've seen in the court numerous times, and standing in the middle of the room is is Korihima, who who greets you with a with a wide smile and and a deep bow. Katsuyari, I'm I am so glad that they sent you of all people.
1: They sent the one that would finish that would finish this satisfactorily.
2: And I, I think, I think we can achieve that. I've been, I've been in meetings with the great Claim from the north all day, and I think, I think we have a solution. Uh, please, please sit down with me as I, I usher you in the direction of, of a table where there is a bottle of sake sitting.
1: I sit, but I don't drink. I cross my hands, and I just stare dead-eyed. And and
2: I offer it to you like a couple times with like a hand gesture and I see that you're not taking it, and I just set it to the side, uh, and I don't pour myself any either. Uh uh K- Katsuyari, the they don't while they want the the, the Emperor and, and they want the Empire, I think they will be okay really what the nature of this is they feel like they've been slighted uh with with the last tax assessment that occurred from the emperor and that's kind of the underlying uh results of all this and i lay out a map in front of you that that i've drawn and prepared it, it, it's a long-standing history and i i go into the long history of of why they are uh why this dispute why they've been sort of banished to the north for a while anyway and and i think as long as we are willing to give up this territory right here, which goes over your your family's holdings, um, which is unfortunate. They would be willing to relent at that. And that's why I'm glad that you're here, because you of all people will understand the situation that we're in.
1: I understand. I do understand the situation. And I am glad that you are here to give context to this. But you must understand what you are asking me and what you are asking of my family. This is, and beyond that, you must understand that this is not the way to get what these people want. They have stood in defiance of the Emperor, and that is not a way to receive any sort of consolation. (laughs)
2: And I can I can understand that. I, I can understand that, Katsuyori, but but you have to you have to realize that your army can't stand against theirs. And if we say no, then it goes to steal, and that's not a fight you're going to win.
1: That's not a fight you think I can win.
2: <sighs> Listen, I'm I'm trying to help. And and you're being hard headed, you're being stubborn, you need to let go of that. This is the am- proper
1: doing my job I am doing what was asked of me by the emperor would you take issue with that
2: the emperor is not always right in his decisions he's an aging man I wish I wish it was different but it's not and the fact is this the alliance of the north has the power they have the upper hand this isn't a fight that can be won I don't want to see bloodshed on any side. I want to see us uphold the tenets of Bushido more than anything. And we need to respect their position and respect what they want to allow this empire to continue.
1: You speak of the emperor's inability to make the wise decision. But what you must realize is that in this tent, it is you and it is I. When you speak of poor decision making, it is not the emperor, it is not into the emperor's eyes that you look, it is into mine. You are not speaking of the emperor, even if you think you are. You are speaking of me.
2: Yes, that, that is true. I, I do speak of you. I do speak of a man that every single day he picks up his katana and he just thinks about war. I did not want you to think about war. Now, I, I understand. I think
1: about peace. Let I think
2: about be peace. Be
1: clear. I th- we both think about peace. You think about a fairy tale of peace. I think about the actual steps that need to be taken to ensure that peace. Uh,
2: I th- there's another piece to the offer, and I I want you I want you to hear it out, and I want you to consider it.
1: I can do this for you.
2: And that is, while you will lose your family holdings. One way or another, they will be lost. They are setting up a teaching academy for me to teach the new way, to teach things like proper duels, the way we will handle disputes in the future as opposed to open warfare. I need an instructor like you that can teach. I need someone that can fill that position. Accept this duel on behalf of your family. Come to me. We can Build a peaceful future. We can build it from within and not start a
1: civil war. Now is when Katsuyori reaches for the sake and pours a glass for himself, but not for Korihima. And he takes a long drink and he says, war's already started. We may as well enjoy ourselves in the meantime.
2: It doesn't have to start. You have the power to stop it right now.
1: You cannot stop... A river that is already rushing towards a waterfall. Your ears have been honeyed with talk of cushy seats at an academy of your own design. The way I see it, the decision is done. Quite frankly, I'm not sure that this, uh, negotiation is a negotiation anymore. Would you like a glass of sake?
2: No, I think I will pass. And I stand up and I walk back to the, uh, the, the generals in the back of the room. All right. And I think that is the that is the conclusion to our scene. Uh, I yes, failed. It is. <laughs> I failed my objective. I was going for the gusto and uh, get your rival to ignore their honor or duties, which I do not feel like I achieved.
1: My objective was get my rival to walk out of an important event, and I was successful.
2: Uh, yes, you were. So you're getting four dice, and because I failed, I'm getting four hatred because I get a number of hatred equal to the, uh, the the number of dice you get. All right. All right. You get to set the next scene, sir, and that is the time. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, the time you failed me.
1: I believe the time that you failed me was war happens, and I believe that Korohima is correct in that the forces to the north are stronger than the Emperor's forces could possibly conceive of. Like, there's no way that the fight goes in favor of the Emperor. And I think that it's another negotiation some, a few months later, and Katsuyori is sort of forced to come negotiate, to a certain extent with his tail between his legs, as as sort of now the leverage, like thoroughly with zero leverage sort of a little bit embarrassed and red and kind of, yeah, that's what I'm thinking.
2: Okay. Sounds, sounds awesome. Set, set the scene for us.
1: It is not in a tent. I think it is in like an open street. I think Katsuyori and Korihima are walking together on the street. There's a village that has been badly damaged in a battle and we're walking along surveying things as we discuss this as, and it's sort of a, laying out of terms so to speak it's not a full surrender yet but it's sort of a we have decided to renegotiate a little bit
2: (sighs) it is a shame that it had to come to this katsuyari could have been different yeah this wanton destruction is nothing but a waste of time and a waste of resources and it's a shame that we're here this day it is it is a shame It's a shame that you brought us here to this day.
1: It is a shame that we came to this day.
2: (laughs) Oh, That's always how you've been. I try to tell you, I try to tell you what to do, and you just won't listen. Knowledge, what's up here? You tell
1: me what you want to do, but I understand what you're saying.
2: What's up here, and I I tap you on the forehead, is more powerful than the steel at your side and you've never learned that you've never learned that and now today hopefully you will get a little a little taste of that as we come to this very end and we put this matter and this nonsense of a war behind us you come preparing your terms of surrender
1: we come prepared to negotiate (laughs)
2: <laughs> and, and what do you have for negotiations? The last of your forces have been scattered to the fields. The, the North soldiers now fight and hunt them down. My academy is already being built where your father's lands used to be. If you would have chosen correctly, you could have been there with me. But now I, I, I have another sword instructor. You have nothing but a bunch of farmers that are running around with steel at their side and no idea what to do with it. You have no power of negotiation.
1: I and the Emperor have what we have always had, which is the hearts of the people. Those farmers with steel, they are loyal until the end, and that is what we choose to negotiate with.
2: <laughs> ah, and let us bring these terms of peace. And I pull out a scroll from my kimono. I hand it to you. You 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 unroll it and look through the terms and they are they are pretty clear and that is the, the members of your family particularly are to turn themselves over to the generals of the north for them to dispense their proper justice. The emperor is to, uh, remove himself from the throne and remove himself from the country as a whole and his family are to commit seppuku so that there is no question at all as far as lineage and who is properly in charge of the empire. This is an insult. <laughs> it it's no insult these are these are the proper terms the you 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 and your family will live giving the justice of the north holds
1: we will live and that is in many quotation marks we i this agreement cannot promise any of our safety
2: it cannot but what safety do you have going to war again with us tomorrow what safety is there
1: the safety that at the end of the war we will be staring down our friends who once upon a time saw us as people and not political bargaining chip. Do you not remember the joys that we felt sharing sake? You would, you would turn us into pariah.
2: I do, but every joy that I have of those old times is washed away when I watched my wife die on a battlefield to your soldiers. You did that. That is on you, because you would not listen. You would not listen to what I tell you. When I offer you things that are better than your station, you would not listen. All you know is war, and there you-
1: There it can- is. There mm. it is. There it is. Better than my station. You have always thought your suggestions were better than my station.
2: Cause they are. I'm sorry. You need to hear it. They are, in fact, better than your station. You could never get past what you were, and you could have been so much more, and now... ah, I don't even know what to see of you now. You I,
1: I would ask that you see a friend, but that is clearly no longer an option.
2: The person I see in front of me is the man that executed my wife. I see nothing else. And the fact that I adhere to Bushido and that I adhere to what is best for the Empire is the only thing that keeps my composure and keeps those terms, the King of the North's terms, as good as they actually are.
1: He, Katsuyori rolls up the agreement, places it in like a bag. We die by seppuku, we die by imprisonment, or we die on the battlefield, at least one of those we die on our own terms. Good day. And he walks off.
2: Ooh. All right. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that I succeeded in mine. One of the other mechanics of reflections is, uh, while you do have a, a list of objectives, uh, you can, for one dice, actually write in your own objective. So what I wrote in was, get your rival to show his pride. And I'm pretty sure I did that. So I get one dice for that.
1: Oh, very much so. Very much so. <laughs> mine was... Um, Get your rival to break a promise made earlier, which I feel like I did. Okay. What do you think?
2: Uh, It's in, sell me on it. It it is ultimately your choice whether you think you succeeded or failed, but go ahead and give me your logic on it.
1: I, actually, I'm kind of feeling like maybe I didn't. I don't know that, I feel like where I was leaning towards yes was in that, um, in the Korihima um sort of brushed off that memory of Saki and that that sort of promise to always remember the joys of youth but i all oh, but the more i think about it the more i feel like he he remembers that but it's not a but like the violation of that that Katsuyori committed is greater so i'm actually going to say that he's kept that promise
2: okay um so in that case i'm going to uh, go with hatred uh yes. Yeah, so you i got one dice you will get one hatred Okay, and that takes us to the next scene. I should just say real quick, because as we're getting closer and closer uh, to the end of it, you will need some D6s. I don't know if you have dice handy or not. Okay, perfect. Got
0: a whole pile of dice here. I'm good. Perfect,
2: perfect. Okay. Okay. The time we could have fixed things. So we will select our objectives. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. The Emperor has been overthrown. Uh, the the alliance of the north has swept down through the capital they have decidedly won the war and Katsuyari's family has been been scattered to whatever remnants they can they can get to there is still almost resistance fighting going on against them but a- anyone in any seat of power has has accepted that uh it, it it it's over it's it's done the war is over there is a, a new ruling class although no emperor has been appointed at this point um during during one of the last battles uh katsuyari fought to the to the very very end uh one of the last soldiers standing but he was taken prisoner and is now in the dungeons underneath uh the imperial palace and he's been been in there for a a longer period of time than, than he can even remember at this point uh everyday sort of drawing on like it was its last uh and then then one one day one of the countless days there is a there's a commotion outside the cell you 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 hear a, a little bit of scuffling and then a plap on the ground uh you hear some metal jingling and someone is in front of your cell unlocking the bars and they swing open you, 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 you sit in the back of the, the dark cell, and in front of you stands a, a, a tall tall samurai, very immaculately dressed, other than you know, a a small, a small bit of red spattering across his kimono. Uh, his hair started to turn turn white. Um, his, his face has started to sag just just a little bit, uh, but in front of you is Korihima Katsuyari.
1: A long way from a scholar.
2: I am still a scholar. Come, come with me. And I offer you to follow me out of the cell.
1: Nah I follow.
2: Uh, we walk past where there is a a guard, one of the guards that that you've known for for a while, um, and he is he, he's down and he's fallen, uh, and clearly dead as he's bleeding out on the ground. And I I gently step around step around the pool of blood. We we take a couple side passages down and out into into areas of the dungeon that you haven't haven't seen before. You had to fight to the end, didn't you know, it's it's a miracle that you lived. Really,
1: there was no other way. <laughs>
2: Ah, but as much as I have to admit that I enjoyed the thought of you being in this cell for as long as you were, what you said is true. You are my friend, and I couldn't allow this to go on forever. I'm getting you out of here.
1: Why so? Why now?
2: You've learned your lesson. At least I hope you've learned your lesson. I I can't live with myself if another life goes to waste in here. Again, I I'm a scholar, I'm a pacifist. I just wanted peace and the condition that you've been kept in is not peace to me. You are my friend. I I want to see you well. Unfortunately, I probably cannot see you here in the empire, but I can at least get you out of the darkness of this dungeon.
1: What happened to that guard? Is that you? <sighs>
2: Sometimes you have to assess a situation and sometimes you have to pick up steel. That's irrelevant to this. What's important is that we're going to get you out.
1: And what then?
2: What then is your choice. I'm going to give you your life back. I'm going to give you another shot to do something, not in this kingdom, but there are other kingdoms. You can go down to to the neighbors in the South. You can catch a boat to the islands across the sea. There's things that you can do. There's talents that you can have but you have to get out of here. I should let you know that they have executed your father and your mother and their descendants.
1: So there's nothing left for me here, then?
2: Yes, there is nothing left here for you. What I'm giving you is an opportunity at a life somewhere else that you can go. And if I could ask one thing in return for my my kindness... Please. <sighs> Some of your followers still fight for you. they still chant your name. Go to them first, tell them the fight is over. take them with you if you want, and just end end the bloodshed do do the right thing
1: <laughs> uh, you are you are smart you are an you are a smart man, Korihima. Let no one ever tell you that you are not clever
2: i don't know if i follow the, the the line of thought that you have
1: this the situation has not changed between us this blood that is on your hands this pleading uh, this gift of my life back it is the same political bargaining that we have been locked in for years and you to your credit you almost had me believing it <laughs>
2: Every friendship is a political bargain. You have to accept that. But I'm doing this because of our old friendship. I could have just as well let them come down and kill you like they were supposed to tomorrow. You're alive today because of me. I'm only asking one thing, to do the right thing.
1: You ask me to end the war that your forces are not capable of ending that is not one thing.
2: Listen, I don't know what rumors you've heard from inside the cell, but your forces are scattered, they're gone, yes, they're they're putting up resistances here or there. Uh the, the the Southern Dawn Castle was retaken, but it's they can barely hold it, they can barely keep it together. They don't have a hope and prolonging this fight is doing nothing but starting another civil war after we just finished one.
1: And yet the fact that you come to me means that there is means that there is a hope. Do you not see that, my friend? Do you not see? Do you not see that? Do you not feel that in inside? Doesn't that burn you a little bit that that the forces that chant my name have never surrendered that hope that they would be willing to drag the drag our nation into another civil war?
2: And can't you admit that them Following along doing that is doing nothing but prolonging bloodshed. Yes, you're right. It bothers me that there are so many fools in the empire that still hold on to this desperate hope. But the fact is, all it is, is desperate hope that is resulting in death. If they were lay down their weapons, they would be welcomed back into the empire proper.
1: I do not wish to see further bloodshed. I am a proud man. I am a warrior i am a soldier but i am not a monster i will do this for you i will rally those forces under my name and i will convince them to surrender if you beg i'm sorry if you beg
2: if i beg i uh, i i think you, you you perhaps have been away from the sunlight too long who is it that released whom from the, the the clutches of a dungeon?
1: Who is it who is it that has the blood of a samurai on their hand?
2: I know what I've done and I will face the repercussions for what I've done, uh, but begging is not something that will happen. As as seems to be every time we meet, there is no leverage but what I'm permitting you to have.
1: Then so be it. From one dead man to another. The choice is not My life or death, the choice is your war or your peace.
2: I hand you your katana back. I hope that when you get out of here, you will run and you will keep running. I am not going to take back this gift that I just gave you, but I hope you will consider for a moment the opportunity you have to have a continued existence because as long as I'm watching your back go away from the empire, then we will be at peace. But the moment you turn around to face the Empire again, that is the moment you can no longer coexist with me.
1: He puts his katana at his side. He brings in Korihima for an embrace, like a hug. And he says, On a battlefield, on a battlefield other than blood, uh, at the bottom of a bottle of sake, such was the promise and so shall it end.
2: And that's the end of our scene. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I succeed. I was trying to get your rival to admit something they did wrong, and I was close. Actually, I feel like I ruined it, because you were you were about to say yes, that you accepted it, and I cut you off. I ruined myself on that one. So I, I feel like I failed.
1: I Mine was get your rival to ask you for help, and I'm going to say I succeeded.
2: Uh, I think that's fair, because uh, I did. I did. So you gain four dice, and I gain four hatred. Ooh, this is gonna be a big dice game.
0: A few years
1: ago, I bought like a like a I bought one of those. Uh, like Chessex had a table at New York Comic Con, and it was like sixty cents for a D six. So I spent like ten dollars and got a million of them, and it's paying <laughs> off today. <laughs>
2: There we go. So as, as we go into the last scene, uh, there's going to be one thing that's going to happen a little bit differently. Um, we, we are still going to set the scene. We're still going to pick an objective. Um, but how the scene is actually going to end, uh, is when we go back into the original Mad Lib that we were at. So as you think about setting the scene, you should think about setting the scene that works appropriately for what we established at the beginning of the game. So we will, we will play out the scene, except sort of when it hits its natural conclusion, you will go, it was was a time of peace, but with... um, And I I didn't get all of what you said. Hopefully you did. Um, (laughs) did. So uh, so you will start with that, and then we will go back and forth and literally go through that entire Mad Lib again. Then we will score the scene. Okay. So sort of scene five just rolls right into into the finale, or into the the starting scene.
1: So I think, true to his word, I think Katsuyori... Did speak to the, uh like, the rebels. And some of them stood down. But it was not... Not everyone stood down. Some people believed that Katsuyori had merely been... Turned by way of, like, imprisonment. And was turning his back on the, the movement, so to speak. And I believe... So I think what has happened now... Is... Where do I want this final confrontation to happen?
2: And note, I put the the grave of our ancestors in there for what we stand upon. So, of course, you're encouraged to use that as inspiration.
1: Ooh, yeah. 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 We are in... I think the academy is being built. It is near completion. It is on the ancestral land of Katsuyori. I think... It is some weeks later. Korehima is overseeing this when he is approached. He is approached by a uh, a ragged man dressed in like rags. Big bushy beard has not groomed himself in some time. Has been living amongst the rebels, those remaining few faithful rebels katsuyori comes to Korohima as a friend
2: and and it, it it takes a minute because i i i shake off this this poor this poor beggar uh does not belong here and then i i i see his eyes and and i see the eyes of a of, of a warrior katsuyari is that you
1: i wish i had the bottle of sake but alas unusual times
2: what are you doing here you don't belong here
1: I come to you with word of warning. True to our discussion, I I ran. I spoke to my faithful, my soldiers. Some of them stood down. Not all of them stood down. I come bearing the warning that they will be upon this site by nightfall.
2: You bring your band of rebels against me here?
1: I bring... No one. Hear the words that I am saying, Korihima. I took your offer. I gave you the gift of my word to my soldiers. Some of them chose not to believe me. I am here to warn you to give you your life as you once gave me mine.
2: Oh. Is that what this is? Do you forget whose lands you stand upon? Do you forget whose lands were leveled and rebuilt in the new empire? You can't bring soldiers to me, and I don't want any excuses that they're just rebels being rebels. You command them. I've heard the rumors from here. I've heard them countless, countless times, and I didn't believe it. I see the worn blade at your side. You've still been fighting, haven't you? Tell me I'm lying. Tell me the rumors are false. Tell me that sword has not been unsheathed since the last time I saw you, since I saved your life.
1: You have until nightfall. Gather your, gather your family, gather those closest to you,
2: and leave. You will never listen to any kind of reason and... As I told you back then, if I saw you again, if I saw you face the Empire, we can no longer coexist. Do not go back to your army. I'm not going to gather my family. We are going to do what we need to do to preserve peace. And if that means I have to slay you right now, that's what must occur. No armies, no battles. I kill the king of those that are kingless now, and we end it, and this is your fault. I will take your blood on my hands, because apparently I'm the only one who can.
1: So be it. We settle it now. But if we settle this now, one way or another, all of this, all of this that you have treasured, that you have planned your life, Will burn,
2: and when you fall, the last traces of your family will be gone from this empire forever. Let me ask you one last thing before I kill you: Did you ever actually see me as a friend?
1: Every friendship is a political bargain, and ours never paid off.
2: I'm just impressed with that line. I'm sorry, that's great.
1: (laughs) I know, right? I'm so excited.
2: (laughs) All right, so best thing to do would probably just go right into the mad lib now.
1: Yeah. Yep. 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 It was a time of peace. With the rumblings of war in the air.
2: We stand upon the graves of our ancestors.
1: I remember when you were a man of quiet dignity once.
2: This feud started when you refuse to accept the tenets of Bushido.
1: My name is Katsuyori Suraba. I am a free man, and I cannot allow your actions to go unchallenged.
2: My name is Korohime, and I am a scholar, and I cannot allow your actions to go unchallenged. So now we score the scene. Uh, I resoundingly failed on mine. I was to get your rival to renounce something they once believed in.
1: I was going to take something special from you, and I also failed. Okay, so
2: what happens when we both fail is we each get one hatred. One hatred. In a scene where neither person succeeds. So now, what happens is we are going to tally up all of our our total dice and our total hatred and see what those numbers are.
1: I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten dice and two hatred. Ten
2: dice and two hatred. And as the game works, I am the exact opposite. I have two dice and ten hatred. So now we make a choice, and that is: Do you going into this final moment, do you want to harness and use your hatred, or do you want to let it go? So what happens is if you let mechanically, if you let go of your hatred, your hatred dice will be gone from your dice pool and you will just roll your 10 dice. If you harness it, then you'll roll all your dice together. And just to explain mechanically how the game will resolve is when you roll your pool of normal dice, what happens is you only count the highest dice rolled. So obviously rolling d6s with 10 dice, good chance there's going to be a six. So you will count only sixes or fives or whatever your highest dice is and how many of them you rolled. And that will be your result. So your result could be I rolled two fives or I rolled three sixes. Uh, and that's how you okay. score. Um, Hatred dice work by you roll them and what happens is your highest hatred dice, then you discard any of your regular dice that are above that. So essentially your hatred limits you that you are only this good when using your hatred. So if you roll lower than a five or six, then you have to discard all your fives or sixes or whatever's above the highest hatred dice that you rolled. Now, additionally, hatred only gets scored if they roll fives or sixes. So all other hatred dice get discarded. So it's a gamble to use hatred. Um, because of course of the wild difference within our, our, uh, dice pools right now, I am most certainly harnessing my hatred going, for you going into this fight.
1: I am actually going to let go of my hatred. I think that Katsuyori knows that with the, the fight that is coming, I think it is more that he is upset and disappointed that, that this fight is happening than he is like, angry about or full of hatred about it. You know what I mean?
2: I'm with you. I'm with you.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to I'm gonna let my hatred go.
2: <sighs> okay, so now what will happen is we will have one last, as literally we face off, sword in hand, getting ready to fight each other. We will have one last moment to address our final thoughts, uh, and this scene, this will go until we both say, I have nothing left to say, and then we roll our dice. Okay. This is actually the biggest dice game I have since I've played this game, so it's awesome.
1: I'm, I'm excited. <sighs>
2: All right. We uh we oh and and then I should say yeah so essentially whichever one of us scores higher kills the other if we both roll identical like we both roll two sixes we kill each other.
1: All right. Sounds good.
2: And it's hard to do o- over a a podcast like this but the actual rules of the game state uh when your character dies what you do is you rip your character sheet in half, hand it to your opponent and the game ends without any further words spoken. Okay. Okay. It's come to this Katsuyari I have only drawn blood a few times in my life, and I did not want it to be for you. But your anger, your hatred, your rage must end. You do not know what damage you cause.
1: This fight has never been about anger. It has been about many things. It has been about pride. It has been about honor. It has been about reluctance to change. Never about.
2: It's been about stupidity. It's been about lack of respect. It's been about (laughs) not appreciating what I've done for you throughout your life. You would be dead right now if it wasn't for me.
1: I have always appreciated what you've done for me.
2: You've shown none of that.
1: Then I have failed, and I am sorry.
2: You have failed, and you should be sorry, and I'm going to scatter your bones with the rest of your ancestors under the foundation of my academy. I never wanted it to come to this, but you deserve every bit of it, and I have nothing left to say.
1: Whether or not you wanted it to come to this, it was always going to come to this, as long as you stood in defiance of the one true emperor... And when it is all done, I promise I will ensure that your family is kept safe from the carnage that is to come. And I have nothing left to say.
2: We roll our dice. Four sixes.
0: I rolled one five.
2: (laughs) As we come at each other... I, 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 you're, you're, you're tired. You're weak. You're, you're an old man from years of hard fighting, and you just don't have it in you anymore. My, my, my hands still have the strength of youth in them. I draw my sword. I deflect your blade, and I sink it straight down into your chest. And I let out a tear. You should have killed me. And I pull my sword, and you fall to the ground. And that is reflections. And that's game. That is game. There
1: we go. <laughs> oh, that
2: was so good. Ooh, that got
1: intense. <sighs> that got real intense. I liked it.
2: <laughs> no, that got I heavy. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. So, uh, oh. so thank you for for having me on party one finally and getting to uh, getting to run this thing. I was so excited for it.
1: Oh, this was this was so good. I I loved it.
2: Awesome, awesome. Well, well, we'll, well thank you.
1: Oh, thank you. Um. So real quick before we wrap up, where can people find you online?
2: Uh yeah, uh you can find me, of course I'm very active on Twitter, uh at GM Jim McClure. That is the best place to find me. Uh but I don't want you to go to Twitter. I don't want you to go to at GM Jim McClure. I want you to go over to Kickstarter right now because when this thing comes out, uh this game is being Kickstarted like right this very, very moment. And uh I'm I'm kinda of super excited and super passionate about this project. It's my first ever Kickstarter I'm running. Uh obviously you can tell I'm I'm kind of into this game, so if you would if you enjoyed it, it's only 15 bucks for the game book, go support it, you know, support independent game designers, get it out there, and you know, if, if enough people support this thing, if you want to look at some of the stretch goals, there's some some really cool stuff that's going to happen with it, uh, that's two of the things I'm excited about are, uh, if we get enough backers, uh, John Wick is going to write a different setting for this game, as well as Ken Height is going to write a different setting for this game, uh, so as you could tell, this game could be used for more than just samurai, so Ken Height is going to be be doing for example a uh, western uh, uh gunslinger uh duel uh, thing cool. for it so uh, if we get enough supporters if there's enough community interest we're gonna we're gonna make it happen it's gonna be awesome so uh, i would very much appreciate your support
1: absolutely i will have a link to the show notes future me will talk extensively about it and um speaking of which i'm gonna throw it over to future me so that he can wrap up the show and give all of the juiciest details
0: about the kickstarter mm-hmm. take it future me Thanks, Pass Me, and thanks again to Jim for coming onto the show and showing off reflections. That game is so awesome. And I hope that if you can, you'll help out with the Kickstarter, whether through backing it directly or spreading the word via social media. There are some really awesome stretch goals, some really, really cool people involved, and some really fun social goals, including one that is extremely close to my heart. You see, if we get Third Act Publishing's Twitter, at Third Act Pub to 250 followers by the end of the Kickstarter campaign, Jim McClure will make a hack of the game about professional wrestling. Listen to me when I say this. I need that hack. Party of One needs that hack. Slimy McKeelberg needs that hack. The world needs that hack. But seriously, back to Kickstarter if you can, plug it on social media if you can, this game is fantastic. It's quick, it's heavy, it's cool, and I really want to see it succeed. And with your support, it can. I talked about this in my talk with Hannah Schaefer about two-player games last week, but we've seen like an explosion of two-player games in the last like maybe five years, and crowdfunding like this plays no small part in allowing these sorts of small, personal games to really thrive. So if you like two-player games and you like what we're doing on Party of One, supporting games like this is a great way to show that. You should also check out Talking Tabletop, Jim's podcast on the One Shot Network, where he interviews prominent personalities in the world of tabletop role-playing games. It's insightful and interesting, and I really enjoy it. I cannot recommend it enough. Finally, you should follow Jim on Twitter at gmjimmaclore and Third Act Publishing on Twitter at Third Act Pub. And as always. If you enjoy the show, follow me on Twitter at PartyOfOnePod, and like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com slash PartyOfOnePodcast. And if you loved the show, consider telling a friend or coming on the show yourself. iTunes reviews, social media shoutouts, and word-of-mouth recommendations help the show grow and help new people discover the joys of two-player role-playing games. And if you're really interested in coming on to the show, I am always looking for cool new people to play cool new games with. Whether you're a game designer, podcaster, comedian, voice actor, blogger, Twitch streamer, academic, something else entirely which I'm not even mentioning, or you just like playing games with an awesome dude, I'd love to have you on the show. Shoot me an email at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. Party of One is produced by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank, this episode edited by Jeff Stormer, with a little help from Jim McClure. Music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. Until next time, party people, thanks for listening and remember, I have the honor to be your obedient servant, J.Storm.